is Inferno from Disaster from Germany, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, Medical Doctor with the Phantasm Podcast, and I'm very excited today to have Marcus with us from Disaster, and we're going to be talking all about their new album that dropped today from Metal Blade Records. Marcus, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. I have just started uh, celebrating the release date, you know, I had a couple of beers. <laughs> I'm in a good mood, uh, and uh, the weekend has also just begun, so yeah, cheers to everybody. Yeah, awesome, man. Thank you for doing this. And uh, before we get started with the new record, can you tell us about how Disaster came together originally for it, for everybody, for our listeners? Okay, that's a long time ago. <laughs> we are existing for over 30 years now. So we started as some kids in the, in the late 80s. It was in 1988, 1989 when we started. We were uh, Venom fans. We, we wanted to make as much noise as our uh, uh, favorite band, Venom, you know. And uh, when watching the old uh, videos of Venom, we made the plan to... to, to uh, found a band and yeah it was uh, it was a song from destruction the German fresh band destruction I hope you know them oh absolutely <laughs> they, uh, they they had a song on their first mini uh, album uh, which was called total disaster and there was a misspelling they they didn't spell the word uh, disaster right they did the German spelling with an with an with an E instead of an I, you know, and uh, so we overtook this misspelling and called ourselves disaster. So you see, it was a very catastrophic uh, beginning of the band, and uh, yeah, that, that's that's how it all started. So for you, um, with all of the, because growing up for me in the states, I always preferred the Teutonic thrash, the German thrash, if you will over a lot of the American stuff. Um, and we've had Shamir on a bunch from Destruction. He's been on the podcast. We've had Millie from Creator. Now it's so awesome to have you guys on, too, to join that. Um, what do you think, looking back after all this time, I mean, I think the, the Teutonic Thrash is the best thrash. And I was curious what you thought about that as well. Growing up, for me, um, I thought the Teutonic Thrash, the German Thrash, was so much more extreme than a lot of the American stuff. So I really gravitated towards bands like Destruction and uh, Creator growing up. And I was curious for you uh, what you thought of the Teutonic Thrash as far as even whether you consider Disaster part of that or do you guys consider yourself different from that or what did you feel about that? Well, uh, in, the, in the 80s, we of course also grew up with those bands on the German Teutonic Fresh uh, bands, you know, Destruction uh, uh, guys uh, told me that they were, of course, influenced by Slayer as well. Sure. But I think there was a difference between the sound of the American bands and the sound of the German bands. I think the German bands, they were more evil sounding, even creator on the first LP, Endless Pain. And uh, that was the most uh, the most difference between the bands. And of course.
course, we were we were influenced by both by American bands, by by uh, the German thrash metal bands, and uh, but we were later. You know, uh, of course, those bands started much earlier than we did. So uh, we are the sons of of, of them. Uh, we don't can consider us as a part of the first wave of thrash metal from Germany. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Um, I just, for me, growing up, because I love death metal, so I felt like the Teutonic stuff always had more of an influence on the stuff that I grew up listening to more than the American stuff did. Really? You were more influenced by the German bands? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought Destruction and Creator, I, I thought they were, and Sodom were way more influential on the death metal scene. Me, especially me growing up in Florida, um, I've always thought that it was, I mean, obviously Slayer of the American stuff, but a lot more of the American stuff I felt was a little too cookie cutter as opposed to whereas the German stuff would just like punch you in the mouth and break your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice description. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially, uh, especially Sodom, their sound was so evil, you know, on the, on the first mini LP, on the Obsessed by Cruelty LP, there was so much noise on it. I think all the, the war metal bands nowadays, they were influenced by early Sodom. And that, that's great. Of course, we in Germany are proud that our early bands uh, influenced so many others. You know, that's, that's great. Absolutely. So let's jump right into the new album. Uh, what are some of the your favorite tracks on Churches Without Saints? My favorite track uh, from the new album is the title track. I, I like it very much because it's an unusual track for Disaster. Uh, you know, uh, normally we play fast all the time. And uh, this time uh, my aim, my goal was to, to make a, a slow one, uh, uh, do, do me one, you know. And yeah, I, I very much uh, like the outcome of the, of the title track, uh, especially... But of course, I love every single uh, song on the album. Uh, otherwise, we had we had to throw it away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the title track is my favorite one, and I like the first one uh, a lot. Uh, Learn to love the void because this is a, f- a great opener, great uh, song t- to open a disaster album. As a, Refreshing, you know, like old Voivod with a little bit punk touch. You know, we all also like old punk music, the exploited, you know, great bands, great violence, aggression, you know, and sure. yeah, we have summed it up in, in, in this first song, uh, Learn to Love the Void. And for the album, um, can you talk a little bit about the production? Um, when you got, like, tell us a little bit about the studio and, and going in and doing all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, talking about the production of the album, uh, again, we stayed at our rehearsal room and uh, we recorded there because uh, we like to to have a good atmosphere, you know, when we were recording. Uh, some studios, they don't have a good atmosphere, you know, uh, it's too clinical. And so we stayed at home and <laughs> recorded at home. And this time we wanted to have a very special sound. We wanted to have an old, um, organic uh, uh, production. Yeah, for the production of the new album, uh, uh, we, we 
again decided to do it in us. We, we like the atmosphere there. You know, we are right. familiar with, with the room. We know uh, where, where to be. So, uh, well, he did a great job. The artwork is awesome. <clears throat> you got to have the, the whole package for a great metal album. And then you guys really have it. The artwork kicks ass for the new album. Thank you. It's always uh, very important that you also have a good, good album cover. Uh, it has to, uh, it has to fix. Uh, it has to uh, uh, show the music uh, visually, you know. So I think it's, it's it's good, yeah. And then tell us, as far as when was the uh, the last time that you guys were out on the road, like pre-COVID. Uh, I, I remember it very good. It was in March uh, 2020. The last show was in Sweden. Uh, we played there uh, on a festival together with Asphyx. And uh, yeah, that was the last concert. So over a year, no live shows. We are, we are suffering a lot, you know. <laughs> but on the other hand, this gave us some time to work on the album uh, uh, very, very well. You know, we, we could concentrate on rehearsing, on, on songwriting. And that was, that was a good thing about all this COVID shit, you know. Right, right. Did you guys, did you guys already working on stuff for the next record as well? Yeah, I really started to, uh, record a new song. <laughs> Even before the the, the 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 Churches Without Saints album was released, <laughs> so I think uh, the fans don't have to wait uh, again five years for the next uh, disaster album. I think we are faster now. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, and then, can you talk about um, what what other tracks on the record uh, for you are ones you'd like to maybe play live, or they really stand out tracks for you as far as stuff on the album? Yeah, as I mentioned already, the title track, the first one, "Love to Learn the Void." Absolutely. And another song, I, another song I really appreciate is uh, "Exile is Imminent." I really like the beginning of this song. You know, it has a very unusual rhythm uh, at the beginning, and then it, it, there comes a, a death metal. Uh, Panzer, you know, a panzer <laughs> rolling over you. And right. I, I like this song very much. I think it has a very, very good uh, chorus. Uh, Sataniac uh, does a very good job uh, singing uh, along this track, you know, and I really, uh, I'm really looking forward to play this one live. I think the, all the fans will, will, will be totally aggressive, you know, they will freak out and sing along with us the chorus and yeah that that will be great we play play all the the new songs not all but i think we we, we will play two or three songs live and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to that i think one of my favorite tracks on the album if you could tell us about it is uh track 10 endless awakening i really like that track yeah um that was a one that was our uh, slower ones and uh, it's always uh, hard work to persuade our singer Sataniac 
to do this this kind of slow tracks because he's he's a speed junkie, you know. Right. <laughs> he likes the fast tracks. He likes the pounding, and he's always a little bit uh, skeptical when I come with some slow stuff. But uh, at the end. It is really his favorite track on the album. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a cool track. It starts uh, very slowly with an acoustic guitar intro. And at the end, you have all the black metal blasting, you know, uh, which, which, which is re- really, really great track. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's, I mean, even the slower tracks on the album, it still sounds like disaster. You know, you can always tell it's you guys when you're, uh, even if it's slowed down a little bit, if he wants it to go fat, you can even still tell it's the band. And I love the mixture of the different songs on the album. I think the album as a whole is really, really good. Thank you very much. That was a, a goal. Yeah, we, we always pay a lot of uh, attention on, on, on sounding. Uh, different, you know, on an album. We want to, to show our variety. We don't want to play uh, fast all the time. I think that would be boring. Uh, so we have some, some black metal uh, uh, so- songs on it. We have some fresh metal pounding songs. But we also have some epic tunes and epic stuff on it. Some some doomy songs and that's that that makes a good mixture and i think on this album the new album this mixture the typical disaster mixture is is very very good oh yeah absolutely i love the variety on the new album but i think as a whole it just plays out great it's everything just runs together perfectly um and real quick as far as to go back to the recording of the album uh can you tell us a little bit about the production of the album like as far as like the like mixing and production on it yeah, for the first time we had uh, a guy called Jan Gensheimer. <laughs> German is uh, difficult, I know. Uh, he is our live mixer and he also uh, is the live mixer of Asfix. Uh, and I think he knows our sound very, very good. He also knows our mistakes we make on stage. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, you know, we are called disaster. So uh, sometimes we have some mistakes <laughs> and he is he's able he is able to handle uh, us you know and our mistakes and our whole disaster you know and yeah i think it was a good choice to give him the chance to record the album together with us it was his first real big production for for a well-known band uh he did also uh the album the last album of uh, a, a band called metal inquisitor i don't know if you know this band yeah i've heard of them also from our hometown koblenz yes and he did the the last album and we liked the sound uh and we gave him the, the chance to to record us and uh, the the work the cooperation was very very good and i think we we did a good job oh yeah it's it man the mix on the album is fucking brutal it sounds so good uh again i listen to it i always give a record a couple different listens i'll listen to it on headphones i've got some really nice bose headphones and then i'll listen to it in the car man it sounds great thank you very much that's great to hear yeah man play it loud yeah it's it's fabulous and then um so what do you guys have any plans to do any shows this year or you are going to try to shoot for next year or what's going on with that yeah the situation is becoming better now there are uh, the 
vaccination process even in Germany is uh, is getting better and better and I think next month already in July we are able to play the first concert of course with some restrictions uh, but I think uh, it's it's great to to play on a, on a stage again you know we are not uh, a band uh, into streaming concerts that's that's boring I think and, right so we need some audience we need some audience we want to smell the fans you know <laughs> and uh, so yeah it looks it, it really looks good that in July and even in August and the following months there will be concerts again in Germany and hopefully uh, for the end of the year we had some plans to go to South America again uh, I hope that this will become true Awesome. And let me ask you this. How long has it been, or have you guys ever played in the States before? Could you repeat your question, please? How long, How long, or if ever, have you guys ever played in the States before? Uh, in the States. Uh, I think I think last time we played in the States was around five years ago. We, we played the Maryland Death Festival. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and some, some, some. I think uh, one show in Houston, Texas, and uh, I think also another little show. And we played one show in Canada, which was great. And uh, yeah, I think it was four, five, or six years ago. We have to return. Yeah, man, you guys are ever in Florida? I'm buying the beer. Yes, we have never played in Florida, so. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Where I'm at, I'm really close to New Orleans. New Orleans is about two hours from where I live, so. Oh, great city, great city. I love this 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 French style. You know, I, I love it. I watched a lot of movies from the from the from the southern states. You know, and uh, yeah, it would be cool to visit uh, New Orleans and also the the Everglades. You know, and that's that's great. I, I w- w- want to play there. Yeah. Yeah, that be fine. that would be incredible. Yeah. Um, and then as far as, uh, so you guys, are y'all doing some festival stuff? Is that what you're shooting for this year? Yes, yes. I think we will only do festivals because uh, small shows will be still restricted a lot. And uh, I don't I don't think that that uh, in a small, in a small club, uh, many people uh, can can gather together, you know. So uh, I think festivals, open air festivals, will take place, and uh, so we are looking forward to them. Well, Marcus, I can't thank you enough for doing this today. Guys, buy the new album from Disaster. Churches Without Saints is available now from Metal Blade Records. Marcus, thank you so much for doing this. I can't thank you enough. The new album kicks ass. It's so good. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support. Thank you for inviting me to this uh, little chat. And... uh, I will continue now drinking and celebrating the release day of Churches Without Saints. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate your time and congratulations on the new album, Kicks Ass. Thank you very much. Yeah.